Hey, Richard here. Thanks for downloading the Jones the Bat podcast. Let's get on with the show. Today's guest is Mark O'Leary, otherwise known as Sparky. We played together back in the good old days for Gwent. And in this episode, we're going to discuss him meeting the Queen, coaching and Mark's funniest moments in cricket. So, if you're in the car, commuting to work, walking a dog, or whatever you do when you're listening to a podcast, sit back and enjoy our chat. So, hi everyone. Uh, I'm joined by uh, Mark O'Leary today. Um, just a little bit about Mark. He's currently playing for the MCC and uh, and the Royal Household. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, he's a Sudbrook boy. Uh, he played for Glammy Twos, Glammy Seconds, Wales Minor Counties. He's been—you'll probably know him as a, a coach at the minute. Uh, he's been coaching 27 years and, and doing that coaching. Gwent, uh, the NDC's National Age Group, the ECB Spin Program, uh, Cardiff MCCU, which uh, a lot of you guys will see his stuff on uh, Twitter, Western Storm, and uh, just recently uh, he's had experience in the Big Bash, which. Uh, which is absolutely fantastic, uh, Mark. Let's get through to this. Let's start at the beginning. Royal Household. How'd you get all of that, mate? Uh, hi, Rich. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, really appreciate it. I know uh, we, we played together many years ago, and it's nice to have a catch-up and, and just have a brief chat. So yeah, thanks for having me. Um, well, Household, yes. A uh, friend of mine um, basically asked me if I wanted to go and play because they were short of players. Uh, and I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. What's all this about? And basically, it's... Um, it's in Windsor Castle in the Queen's back garden, um, and I, I travel up there most weekends and play um, cricket. It's, it's friendly cricket. Um, they say they play it seriously, and I, it, some occasions they do, but it's playing against teams from all around the country that visit Windsor. Um, great club, good people, and thoroughly enjoy it. Well, I was just in the impression like it was like a one-off game, but you're playing most weekends, you? Well, I'll say most weekends. Um, I, I probably play two or three times a month. Um, obviously, yeah. it's it's quite a trek to go and play a game of cricket, but um, when you get there, it's worth it. Uh, so yeah, what's, yeah. What's the wicket like, eh, mate? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it spins a bit. So as I'm getting older, I've gone back right to my spin bowling. So yeah, right up the street. And uh, you started at Sudbrook uh, as a youngster, yeah. Yeah. So started playing cricket when I was 15 years of age. Um, my parents moved moved into a, a house just across the road from the, the ground. And I'd never played cricket before, but just got into the net, started playing. Um, loved it, really. Um, and yeah, have, have I, I played for Cowbridge for a year and I went to Cardiff Cricket Club for a year as coach there. But um, yeah, Sudbrook's my home club. I haven't played for three years now. Um, but yeah, I had some very, very happy times and I've got some really good memories at a great club, really. So, um, most people uh, listening to this at the moment will know you for, for your coaching, the things you've been doing with ECB, particularly online, looking at the uh, the little drills you're doing, particularly on the, on the fielding aspect. How did you get into the coaching? Yeah, so basically uh, when we moved house, uh, I said when I was 15, 16, uh, I just got involved in playing in the Mets over there. And um, you remember Ted Tipper? Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone upset Tipper. Yeah, bit of a legend of Gwent. He was sort of running the youth section there, and he was, um, I suppose, um, yeah, to, yeah, in charge or responsible for the age group stuff. And I, I started helping him out really, um, and then did my level one coaching award, um, or I think it was just called basic coaching back in the back in the day, twenty seven years ago. Twenty seven years ago, and and that has culminated with you having a, a couple of weeks over in Australia, yeah. 
Yeah, um, yeah. I spent two weeks with the Adelaide Strikers. It was going to be slightly longer. Um, it was just a, a, I suppose, great opportunity to have that work experience and, and work in a, a competition that's just wow. It's just one of the best competitions in the world with the world class players, um, and just to be involved with that um, was was just amazing, really. Am I right in thinking that you uh, struck up a friendship with Gillespie whilst you were doing your level three or four? Yeah, well, we did level four. We got we got a real real tight cohort actually. Um, so we're we're all very friendly um, from that cohort, uh, and basically, uh, Dizzy's always sort of offered it out there for people to go and help him, or vice versa. Um, and the opportunity came up, and it's something that I I couldn't turn down really. Something that I had to sort of grasp with two hands. Absolutely, because uh, the guy, the guy lives and breathes cricket. Yeah, from what from what I see. Yeah. Yeah, but just just a genuine, lovely bloke. Yeah, no yeah. arrogancy, nothing there for somebody who's played the level he has. Yeah, top top bloke. Yeah, because obviously he had a stint with Glamorgan uh, a while back as well, didn't he? So uh, he's yeah. a Welshman. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Well, he yeah, when well, he went to uh, he was coach at Yorkshire. Then. Uh, yeah. I think before that he was at Zimbabwe, then Yorkshire, and then uh, down in Sussex. Yeah, so so at the minute, like I say, we're online. Uh, we're seeing lots of uh, your drills. Uh, so you seem to be a good relationship with ECB at the minute, getting the getting the stuff out there. Yeah, so um, Martin Keel's the guy um, who sort of contacts me, or I keep in touch with him. He's he's um, a big part of coach development. So mm-hmm. basically, yeah, I just send him a load of videos, um, and and basically, there's quite a few that I put online that are not ECB logoed, um, and, and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter for me. Um, I'm all about sharing. Absolutely. Um, there's no secrets. Uh, there's plenty of drills that fall flat on their face, and there's plenty of drills that or practices that people will see and say, "Well, that's a waste of time." But you know, I think more so in this tough time that we're in now, uh, we just need to sort of share things. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the key to coaching, isn't it? You know, everyone wants to learn from everyone. Nobody's got the answer, and and just sometimes you you find a drill. I think that just suits suits yeah. you. Yeah, um, that's definitely 100%. Um, and there has been in the past one or two coaches out there that are quite secretive and things that they do. But look, a lot of the things that I do are not new. Uh, there's no there's no sort of hiding behind that. Um, and I can remember having a conversation with Richard Almond. I think it was on the, the podcast with uh, Cricket Wales. With Cricket you know? Wales and Matt Thompson, yeah? Yeah, we do actually. Um, coaches do steal, uh, if that's the right word. And that's part of our role is, yeah, sort of get maybe practices from different sports and adapt that or add something or take yeah some... so so i see you be doing a lot of work with cardiff met and you know and the rugby boys teaching them how to catch particularly yeah. the for, particularly the forwards yeah well it's quite <laughs> interesting actually i've done a bit with the, the national seven squad um the lefty scarlets they've just put a video together with all my stuff on it which i think they're going to release over the next few days Brilliant. but yeah it's, it's not you know it's not rocket science it's just basic stuff but i think most importantly it's fun and that's what we want to try and or i'm trying to promote really yeah and that's the, that's the way you learn at the end of the day isn't it so uh yeah fantastic keep up the good work um we mentioned or you mentioned earlier you uh you moved into alongside uh, Sudbrook cricket club uh, yeah. and one of your influences then was ted tipper any other guys who've influenced uh, your cricket throughout the years yeah, a uh, gentleman which you probably know um, and remember from Cardiff Met, or as Ewick as it was, Rich, is Graham Haynes. Graham is, um, yeah, he's, he's 
I'm very close with Graham. He's been a, a mentor for me um, on and off the field in my studies and not just coaching, but, you know, his he, his experience is so vast in um, teaching, uh, sport, everything else. He's been great. A um, few, few others, David Watts, which you might remember from Gwent Young Cricketers many years ago. Um, yeah. So he's, he's yeah. Um, somebody that's always on the end of a phone if I've got any sort of questions or any... Um, yeah, anything I'm not sure of, he's he's great. Yeah, and then finally, uh, my family and yeah, uh, I'm lucky enough to I've known Mark Walton for a long time, uh, and we had a year together coaching. Um, he was assistant with the MCC with me, and his vast experience of coaching, communication, uh, obviously playing football at one of the highest levels was just unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're at Cardiff Met at the minute. No, because when I was there back in 98, the cricket, you know, it, it happened and it didn't happen. You know, it was we had we had not a bad team. Kind of once I left, it really, really kicked off. And now we see this uh, MCCU team. Tell us something about that. Yeah, well, the MCCU, just quickly, is, is based at the six centres around the country. And, and the, the I suppose the idea is for aspiring or professional cricketers to come to university and study. So, um, you know, we've had some quality players come through. I think we've uh, 24 players in the last five, six years have signed as professionals um, or played professional cricket in some format. Um, And it's just, um, you know, sport can be quite a short career. Yes, it can, yeah. Yeah. Um, And and the the programme is just wonderful. It's just, you know, for players to have their degree um, and just to have it, as a, a bed to fall back on if things don't work out or if they do work out at least. If they do work out and then, you know, what, what do they do when they're like 32, 33, yeah. 34? They've got that then to fall back on, isn't it? Exactly, 100%. So, yeah, um, no, great, great programme. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I think you're about my age. Are you 44 now, 43? You must have seen some uh, some good players along the way. So we'll have a little chat about uh, your batsmen, bowlers and keepers. Yeah. So if we start with uh, the best batsman, like guys you've played with, stood at the other end and thought, oh my God, he's making it look easy. OK, I've gone, I've gone, uh, I suppose, club cricket here. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, uh, Andrew Harris, uh, fantastic cricketer. Uh, he played at Sudbrook for a year or two. Um, Rob Moore. Uh, oh, go back to go back, Andy Harris. And you, you went down west for a while, then didn't he? Yeah. And then, well, and then, he, uh, he was he was at west, down west, and he moved into Mega, which is um, sort yeah. of road from Subbrook. And he played a year or two at Subbrook. Um, and now he's down in uh, Rogerstone. I think he's still playing. Yeah. He scored. Uh, he's got a lot of runs against the Fugees in the past. Old yeah. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. No, great all-round cricketer. Um, you know, good family, but he was he's one of the best. Um, I'm not sure if you can remember. You probably can. It's Rob Moore played at Chepstone. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Uh, what a player. Yeah. Um, ph- phenomenal player, really. Um, you know, he, he'd stand out in any league in Wales at, at this current time as well. Um, yeah, and then I suppose Boltsy and Thomas, when the Premier League first started, um, Newport Cricket Club, he scored a double hundred against us. Um, mm. you know, just, just very attacking, dynamic player. Um, yeah. Took no prisoners. And then... I know you only wanted one, but I suppose Ross Lewis um, has just been a fantastic player. For consistent all yeah. the time, gets runs against. Well, uh, he's never failed against the Fugees, I know that much. Mm. And uh, yeah, he's always he's always scored big against us. So yeah, yeah good player, good and player. Pro- probably unlucky not to be signed um, when he was younger, if I'm if I'm being honest. Uh, he did yep. really well for Dwarven's second team, um, but maybe wouldn't have slipped through the net. But yeah, he, he's an outstanding player. Mm, yeah, so uh, let's move on to the bowlers then. Okay. Uh, 
guys you've played with in your team. Yeah. Maybe guys who you faced and thought, oh, Christ, he's going to get me out any minute. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Paul Jarvis, had he a couple of years at Sudbrook as coach? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that, funny yeah. enough. Yeah, I always right. remember going to Sudbrook going, um, a guy, Paul Jarvis, is, is that the Paul Jarvis? And we're like, <laughs> yep, it is. He just come back from India playing for England. Yeah. Uh, very, yeah, say, quick for his age, uh, but very nasty on the field, very aggressive. Uh, yeah. Typical old school fast bowler. Yeah. And then one other one I would go with um, Tony Smith, Penturk, outstanding bowler, slow left arm. Yeah, very good, isn't he? Uh, yeah, very good. Brilliant. Uh, and keepers? Yeah, uh, Adam Miles. So uh, Adam was at the uh, Cardiff MCCU, played at Sudbrook for a year. Then he played at Cardiff Cricket Club. Um, overall, a uh, great bloke, works so hard at his cricket. Uh, he's now. Uh, New Zealand under 19 sports psych, um, so he's done really well. Doctor Adam Miles, actually. Oh right, okay. And then I suppose it'd be rude for me not to say um, Mark Wallace, his professionalism uh, and probably the career he had uh, as a county cricketer. I suppose with the amount of games that he played without missing any. Was that, am I right thinking he just went like for for four day games, just just never missing one? Yeah, I'm not sure what the figure is. I should know this, but I'm not sure what it is. But it was. It was uh, yeah, uh, 80s maybe. I'm not quite sure. 80s or 90s. He holds the record, I think, for the most yeah. four-day games in a row. Yeah. yeah. And particularly, I know he would have played with broken fingers and everything like that. So. Yeah, definitely. So th- those would be my two, really. Okay, uh, and so obviously you've seen a lot of players coming through the system. Uh, one uh, that you think is good for the future? Uh, it's got to be Dan Douthwaite, I think. Yeah. Signed for Glamorgan last year. Um, just dynamic, all-round cricketer, um, bowls it quick when he can, hits it miles. Um, yeah. yeah, and it just, yeah, I, I think that if he's if he's mentored correctly, I think he could be one to watch in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I know I saw him. Uh, did he score a hundred against Glamorgan at the start of last season, and then they signed him just after that? Yeah, well, he scored a hundred against Sussex in the first-class game, and he, I think he got out 96, 97 against Glamorgan. Right. Um, and then, yeah, the phone was red hot. Then counties all around the country wanted him. Um, but he, he, he was living in Cardiff. Loves Cardiff as a city. Um, you know, good opportunity for him to play all formats. I would suggest at Glamorgan. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And and, think... and he's he's also got someone who refurbs his bats for him, who does a good <laughs> job as well. <laughs> Incidentally, he just brought me uh, his is one of his bats, which was um, passed on from Billy Billy Root. Yeah. And, uh, okay. It was it was yeah. Joe Root and it, Joe Root's bat, and it was absolutely phenomenal. So yeah. if he's using that this year, my look out. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, good, good lad as well. Great, great bloke. Good, good, good. Right, okay. So, uh, if we go to funniest moment in cricket, then funniest moment. Yeah, there's yeah, there's a few, but I thought you, you with this one, you probably had to be there. So we were playing Panath Cricket Club, um, as you you played there many times, Rich. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. In the corner there, um, and I actually think it was either he's a good fellow who sadly passed away. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, uh, which is very sad. He, very sad news. I, I played against lots of cricket against Peter, uh, yeah. you know, when I was like 14, 15, 16, and, and he frightened the life out of me. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely, no. but always quick to have a pint afterwards. And yeah, uh, um, yeah, yeah and the thoughts with his family and obviously Panath Cricket Club at this tough time. But I think he was batting. It was either him or uh, Peter Doherty, or they were both batting together. And um, 
Pete Goodfellow was facing. And of course, he, he scored his 50, but no one had knew or acknowledged it. Yeah. Um, and my brother was bowling. Uh, Ian was bowling from the, the rugby pitch end. Um, yeah. Just as he got into his delivery stride, our scorer, who was quite loud, shouted out the score box. That's his 50. And I mean really <laughs> loud. And basically, whoever was batting just looked around at the scoreboard and then my brother bowled in and he was out. So it was quite quite a funny moment. But yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, regarding Peter, great to see on Twitter um, the, the pint for Peter. Yeah. Uh, it just shows the strength of the cricket community uh, in Wales at the minute, you know, and everyone just. Uh, Particularly in these in these difficult times, but you know, have a pint, stick it on Twitter, and yeah, uh, yeah I think the cricket, I think the cricket community on Twitter is so strong at the minute, and uh, no, long true. may it continue. Long may yeah. it continue. Uh, standout memories from cricket, then. Okay, uh, oh, 2001 Subrook CC um, this season. This is this is club cricket. Uh, basically, yeah. we won everything. There was a Coors Cup. Um, I think it was Welsh Cup, Premier League. Indoor nationals at Lords, um, just yeah. Um, so who would have been in that team then? Oh Back in God. Gordon Volk. Gordon Volk would have been playing. Yeah, myself, Carl Morgan, Gordon Volk, Ross Lewis, Paul Jarvis, Andrew Harris, Rob Volk, Dean Wallace. Yeah. Um, who else would have been in there? Oh yeah, that. Who else were you? Mike Shaw. Yeah. I think Mike Shaw was in it. So yeah, it was a proper side actually. Because Gordon's still Gordon's still kicking around now. I'm coaching in the Gwent yeah. under-13s with him at the minute. He's on lockdown at the minute, Gordon. Yeah, he is. Well, <laughs> but, try yeah. try getting him on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. But you know, when, when, I think it was like my second game for the Fugees when I was uh, about 14, and Gordon, we played Sudbrook, and Gordon was bowling against me, and I thought, who is this old guy? And we are talking 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, still no, playing. Exactly. He's still playing. He's it's fantastic. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Uh, proudest moment in cricket, mate? Uh, it's got to be beating the Queen. So, <laughs> so you know, talk us through it. So, What's she like? Yeah, basically, um, the Royal Household play a festival every other year, and and she she comes down for the the sort of um, the start of the game and sits and basically watches for a bit. And yeah, I was selected to play for them in the one game. Um, and basically you line up and she comes along and has a chat and yeah just you know to meet somebody so iconic I suppose whether you're yeah. a royalist or not um, you know she's, she's a lovely lady um, a delight to to sort of be exposed to meet somebody like that and yeah probably one of the proudest moments in cricket I would suggest for myself. Uh, right okay so we're going to go a little bit philosophical now and on, on, on your thoughts on, on cricket particularly in Wales you know it's it's in a good place at the minute it could be argued but how would you like to see it improved yeah I, it's, a, it's a difficult one isn't it um, and I thought yeah when, when um, you did these interviews I, I heard the one with Brad and I thought I wonder if you get asked me that question <laughs> my, my <laughs> initial thing was where do I start and I don't mean that being negative I think you know, I suppose where we're based, our ultimate aim for me really um, is for us to produce players to play cricket for Glamorgan. And that's whether it's club cricket right through to minor counties, MCC, whatever it is. Um, you know, Glamorgan is quite close to my heart because that's what I've been brought up with in, in my cricket. Yep. Um, and, and I don't think that they probably have achieved what they wanted to over the past couple of years. I may be wrong. 
Um, but I think it stems from the Premier League. I think there's a the Premier League um, could be stronger. Um, I, I would personally like to see an overseas player um, come oh, yeah. in. And, and I know this may put a few um, joints out of place for certain people, but I think that if there was an overseas player... Um, you know, and that and that player had a, a a contract where they would cut the outfield work behind the bar, coach the yep. children, um, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think that if clubs invest in one player like that, um, you know, which is going up the level of everything on the yeah. field at the yeah. club, that would be my personal my personal opinion. I'd like to see that happen. The overseas players, they're straight down the line, they're direct. So if they get a bad decision, they'll have a moan, but get on with it. Uh, they won't blame the pitch, won't blame the umpires, they'll blame themselves. Where uh, a bit of Welsh culture for me is that we we tend to blame things, blame mm. the pitch, blame the umpire, blame the coach. Just maybe got to be that a little bit harder and a bit more honest. Yeah. But I think I, I think one of the biggest things coming out of what we're going through at the moment is I, I just hope that the participation um, levels uh, stay where they are because. My concern is that people will start doing other things and they might think, well, I used to play cricket for eight hours a day. I'd rather be doing that or, or doing mm. something else. We're supposed to be playing tomorrow. We, we, our yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. Our first game was last week. Um, and I, I just hope that, you know, with the, the All-Stars and the, all the other things that are going on, I just hope that people still, you know, people like yourself yeah. and people who put effort into the clubs, you know, they're just fantastic people. Um just keep keep that ball rolling and hopefully we'll come through this. Absolutely. All right. We'll finish with some uh, quick fire questions, mate. All right. So yeah. uh, I'll call out the topic. You just uh, give us uh, the answer that comes off the top of your head. Okay. okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. Best tea? Usk and Lords. Best away ground? Usk CC. Best dressed cricketer? Kamau uh, Leverock, more so for his... Um, Mannerisms, the way he dresses. Worst dress cricketer. Rob Thorne, Subbrook Cricket Club. Best sledger. Uh, most aggressive, Tom Cullen. Fastest bowler. Simon Jones. Biggest hitter. My good friend, Carl Morgan. And Dan Douthwaite. Uh, die block. Oh, he's not going to like this, but I'm going to go for my good friend, Rob Vogue. <laughs> uh, Butterfingers. Uh, Rob Thorne again. He gets two mentions. And <laughs> your favourite shot? Uh, it's got to be a straight six. <laughs> I can't well, hit them, but that's what, you know, nothing better than hitting the side screen, is it? So. No. Sparky, it's been a pleasure talking to you, finding out your views on, on everything. Um, good luck in the future. Good luck. Hopefully, we're going to start uh, this coaching, uh, this uh, cricket now in the summer. Hopefully, we can get some coaching done as well. And um, go well, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me, Rich. Good luck. No problem. Cheers, mate. Thanks, mate. Bye. So it was a real pleasure chatting to Mark there, particularly like his views on improving Welsh cricket. I'd love to see some overseas players donning their whites in South Wales. Remember, if you want your bat refurbed, if you want to donate to Prostate Cancer, Teenage Cancer Trust, and you want to show your support by having a sticker on your bat, then get in touch. You can find me at Jones the Bat at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It just remains for me to say, if you enjoyed the show and you think other people would like it too, then share, like, subscribe, and I'll see you all soon. Cheers now.